0: For me, my mortgage was... I live kind of frugally. I'm uh, very much part of the financial independence movement, Um, but my living expenses were my largest cost. And so when I cut that out, it really has increased my savings rate, um, increased my cash flow for my business, and then I travel 90% of the time.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast, where you'll learn the path to free rent and financial freedom through real estate. Featuring your hosts, Brad Labrie and Drew Klingler.
2: Hey everyone, real quick before we start the show, Brad wrote an amazing ebook that will teach you everything you need to know about house hacking and living rent free. To get a free copy, text househack, all one word, to 22828. That's househack, all one word, to 22828. To get your free copy.
1: Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast. Today we have Kelly here. We're thrilled you're here. We're going to learn a bit about house hacking, travel hacking, and a lot of other different things that you're into. We're super thrilled you're on the show today.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: So tell us a little about your background and kind of what led you to a house hacking.
0: Okay. Um, what led me to house hacking? I actually kind of stumbled upon it accidentally. Um, about a year ago, last November and December, I was planning to spend a few weeks um, in Belize and then the holidays. And I realized oh, I'd be out of my house that I pay my mortgage on, it's my primary residence for six weeks. Um, so at that time I decided to list my house on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I quickly, um, the I listed it, got fully booked, it paid for the entire trip. And I kind of realized, oh, I'm onto something. Um, and then gradually transitioned from Listing my house when I was gone to renting out a ma- my master suite and living in my second bedroom um, to now I just actually created a mini apartment in my basement to live in while I'm there um, and rent out the other two rooms. So, yeah,
1: that's awesome. So, how do you structure your leases? Do you have uh, separate leases for both people in two rooms? Or
0: so I currently do everything through um, Airbnb. The majority of my tenants um, are there professionally traveling for extended periods.
2: All right. So, Kelly, I'm really interested in Airbnb and I'm wondering how you manage your Airbnb properties while you're off traveling.
0: Yeah, um, I've been experimenting with it more and more. Um, I, I am fortunate to already have a business with a team and a business set up where I know how to work with subcontractors. So I actually currently have it set up where um, someone who also serves as administrative assistant in my business is um, doing Airbnb co-hosting with me while I'm gone. Um, it can be a little chaotic because they're two separate guests, right? So there's a lot mm-hmm. of transition. Um, but so far, I've been able to, even after those expenses, um, make a decent income.
1: Awesome. So, what does uh, co-hosting mean? Does she is she the one that presents the property while you're gone, and uh, you know meets with the guests and helps accommodate them?
0: Right. So, um, yes, when there are issues, I still do the majority of communication. I one thing I've seen with Airbnb is that the relationship with the host um, and the feeling that people feel like they're connected to the host is very important. So, I am still the face of our my Airbnb. Um, but Laura and my assistant is con- continually going over, making sure everything's OK, you know, taking out the trash, checking in. Um, it's a little bit different with um, renting a whole unit, which I used to do both versus renting two rooms. Um, what the guest expectations are, what your interactions are with them. Um, so, yeah.
1: And, and you have found you prefer running by the bedroom. Is that correct?
0: Oh, definitely. Um, well yeah. for me too, I can come and go and, you know, design my life as I please. Um, I don't have to plan that far ahead about whether or not I'm gone. And, um, I'm in a market where it is a lot of people that are coming for work, um, that are there. I mean, it is like having a temporary roommate. Um, I just had a guest who was here for six weeks and, oh, wow. um, yeah, so a lot of mine are longer term <laughs> guests. So it's like you have a little temporary roommate and he also is an Airbnb host with his family back home. And, um, I got to learn about his work and yeah, it's been wonderful actually to kind of, then it fills my travel vibe too. when I'm stuck in the Midwest.
2: Perfect. What <laughs> advice would you give, uh, what advice would you give to anyone who wants to get started in Airbnb?
0: My biggest advice, um, cause I work with people to help them get set up now and people just want to wait till their place is perfect before they do anything. I'm like, you can list it and change it and improve it and do that renovation you've always wanted to do to that bathroom as you go. And now you'll have cash flow to do it. Uh, But my biggest advice is be in communication with your guests, be proactive and courteous in your communication and just do it. Um, For me, my house is very homey. I get a lot of good feedback about the, you know, we're in, I'm in a neighborhood with big trees, a Mm -hmm. uh, historic neighborhood. And so it is easier to do when you have a nice property to begin with.
1: So are there things that you have changed, I'm sure, along the way? And what are those?
0: Yeah, um, I'm currently working on getting, I don't have, Block. I'm currently working on getting like blocks that can be done um, for each room and not just for the house as a whole. Um, I see it both ways in the Midwest for room rental, but I think for me that'd be better. Um, other than that, I did start where I would do one and two day guests and that became very chaotic. And at the end of the day, when you're running out a room for anywhere from 30 to 45 dollars a night, uh, it's just not worth it to even set up a room again for one or two nights.
1: So what's your average stay then?
0: Uh, My average stay, I haven't done the math on that, but I am consistently getting Monday through Friday guests at the minimum. And um, a lot of my guests are three to six weeks.
1: Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. And so uh, how has your house hacking kind of developed since you first started?
0: Oh, it's been so awesome. Um, I you know, started out being like, oh, I can live mortgage free and um, realized that I'm in Decatur, Illinois, Central Illinois. There's literally nothing there. Um, but there's also not a lot of short term rental or Airbnb opportunities for people. Um, so I'm all I think my occupancy rate right now through Airbnb is about 90 percent. And uh, I am cash flowing all of my living expenses and netting uh, dependent on the month um, and how much I'm around, like anywhere between $300 and $600 a month after all living expenses. That's
2: That's awesome. Yeah. So what does your house hacking experience allowed you to do?
0: Oh, what has it allowed me to do? Um, (laughs) My business. So it's kind of interesting. And and I know I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about travel hacking later, but um, you know, for me, my mortgage was, I live kind of frugally. I'm uh, very much part of the financial independence movement. Um, but my living expenses were my largest cost. And so when I cut that out, it really has increased my savings rate, um, increased my cash flow for my business. And then I travel 90% of the time.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So you mentioned your business. What is it that you do and, and kind of your background before house hacking?
0: yeah, so I actually um still own a uh, boutique nonprofit marketing company um, that primarily serves nonprofits and statewide agencies in the state of Illinois. Uh, That's so awesome. still doing that and do now doing it more remotely and transitioning my team so that I can me personally travel a lot more.
1: That's awesome. And you travel a lot for work. So travel hacking obviously is a little bit natural to you. Tell us about that. I'm sure work got you into it, but it's progressed past that, correct?
0: Yeah, actually, I think house hacking got me really interested in the the financial independence and FIRE movement. Um, and then I never had a credit card in my life other than like $1,000 limit credit card. Yeah. Uh, I'm 33 years old. And I um, you know listened to a couple of podcasts, learned about this travel hacking thing. And now I pretty aggressively credit card churn. So meet the minimum spend to get the sign-on bonus. Um, I go through anywhere from two to four uh, cards a month where I put all my business expenses on it and then get the sign on bonuses.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, what tips would you give to new wannabe travel hackers? Kind of just tips- starting.
0: Yeah. So as I mentioned, I did mention credit cards. So uh, my first thing is, and I you know, pr- I wrote a blog post about this, like make sure you're positioned to be able to do it. Uh, if you already have debt, if you're not good at managing your finances, Um, If you don't have good attention to detail, maybe travel hacking is not for you because you are putting expenses on credit cards. Um, But the biggest thing would be if you're thinking about travel hacking, go ahead and put all the money of your first minimum spend. If you have that cash already set aside, then go ahead and get your card. And then just once you meet it, pay it off.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, I as well travel hack. Uh, So for the people that don't know what that is. You talked about a minimum spend and then getting points. Talk about what some of those minimum spends are, maybe some of the cards that you encourage or advocate. Uh, and then also, once you get those points, what does it allow you to do?
0: Okay. So um, a lot of people that do travel hacking will plan a specific trip and then get the cards that help them work through that trip. So that you, for example, if you want to stay at the Marriott in, um, a lot of people go to the Marriott in um, Maui, right? And it's 3500 or 35,000 points a night. So they'll go ahead and plan out a year in advance, getting every Marriott Bonvoy card, meeting the minimum spend, which can be anywhere from 1,000 to $3,000 for a personal card in the first three months. And um, then you get whatever the sign-on bonuses are. I would keep my eye out because I I try to keep my eye out for whenever the sign-on bonuses are a little bit more. And then you're getting free hotel points, free flights, um, so pretty much go and do whatever you want.
1: (laughs) And with so that great. card, which I do have, you get yes. one free night per year.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And and a lot of times uh, they do sometimes have yearly uh, annual installment payments, uh, mm-hmm. but you can waive that. I got mine waived. Um, so yeah, I think it's ninety five dollars a year if I'm if right. I'm not mistaken for that. Yeah, card. because um, people I,
0: will say that. Yeah, the... I, got, I got
1: my I got mine waived. So
0: awesome! Did you just call in?
1: I did. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Awesome. Huh. How has uh travel hacking and house hacking impacted your life?
0: Yeah, um, it's really created. And for me, a lot of my uh, personal motivation is to help uh, women, especially independent women, like find freedom in their own lives. And Mm -hmm. so for me to be able to travel wherever I want, whenever I want, obviously creates freedom Um, to not have, a mortgage or uh, living expenses creates a lot of freedom. Um, I am looking right now next steps. Uh, I'm working on a property with my father in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm scoping out places. I'm actually in Chicago uh, right now and kind of scoping out uh, as I move forward and dive into the real estate investment field more. Um, where do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Do I want to be in more fun places instead of Decatur, Illinois? <laughs> That's opened up a lot of opportunity for me.
1: Awesome. Great. And you talked a little bit earlier um, that you looked at housing being your largest expense. I know generally they say that about 30 to 35 percent is kind of the average people spend just on housing. Um, So talk about savings rate. You know, eliminating that, of course, drastically helped travel hacking. You don't have to pay as much for uh, travel hacking. Talk about savings rate and what that has meant to you.
0: Okay, so for me with house hacking, my savings rate was always around like 20%. Um, I've been able to increase it this year. And I think I'm averaging just under 30%. But what I have been able to do is invest a lot more back into uh, my business. So I can grow and grow and hopefully have more income. Um, and it's also for me not only increased my savings rate, but allowed me to very quickly like a renovation that was kind of costly, a basement apartment, right? I could just cash flow all of that. Um, so now I'm positioning where my savings rate for 2020, I'm shooting for 45 to 50 percent.
1: That's awesome. So uh, that third bedroom, right? What, uh-huh. Tell us about that. It was a renovation. What was that project like? What inspired you to kind of vision that and and create that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was the house hacking, right? Um, I wanted freedom. I love the tiny house movement. I'm like, I could live in a smaller space, and I just kept like testing and testing more and more. Um, and then I, you know, live in a, a mid century modern, but like hundred year old home that's been hundred year old home, and have a wonderful space that's finished for a basement, and it was used for um, like wood shop. like, this is a huge room that I don't even have anything. I am kind of a minimalist. I don't even have things I'm storing, and I just have this huge Mm -hmm. empty room. Um, And we kind of did it on the cheap. Uh, I invited my parents for a weekend. It's the first time they'd come to visit me in a year. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, come here. I'll put you to work.
1: So you have a lot of other life hacks. Uh, Speak a little bit to those and how they've improved your life as a whole.
0: Yeah. um, I think with travel hacking and working towards financial independence, my goal right now is to retire by 45 um, I'm 33 and just kind of starting this goal. Uh, that's my safe number right now, though, so I might even get more aggressive, especially as I look at real estate as an opportunity. Uh, I just started Project 333, which is where you wear 33 items of clothing for three months um, and don't wear anything else than those 33 items of clothing. Um, It's kind of a test to minimalism. Also, for me, when I'm travel hacking and living on the road, everything fits in a carry-on suitcase. So that's been wonderful.
2: Very convenient. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah. And, uh, with travel hacking and I travel a lot, I present a lot of conferences for my main job. Um, there's free food everywhere at hotels at, uh, so it's been very easy. I say a lot of residence Inns. Um, I have a dog too, which has kind of been my biggest travel expense. Um, <laughs> uh, but I've a lot of residence Inns, and they'll have free cocktail hours and a huge continental breakfast and uh, coffee, which I'm a big coffee drinker. Um, and then also, So those are my two kind of things right now. I know people that travel the road full time talk about food hacking and they just every single food they consume, right? They're like gorging on the business expenses and then eating that the next week. (laughs) I'm not that aggressive, but.
1: Cool, cool. And I know you've encouraged a lot of people to get into short-term rentals. How has that kind of progressed in in helping people?
0: Yeah, um, I actually just uh, got off the phone with my friend Bridget today and I'm so jealous of how quickly and ambitiously she and her husband have worked on their Airbnbs. Um she I you know I was dabbling with this and showing her husband it's uh financial planner like some of the back end and he was like, wow, that is a good and they had uh, that you are making good money. That's crazy in central Illinois, really? People want to come here? And they have gone from transitioning a long term rental to a short term rental, uh, to their closing on their next house that they're specifically buying for short term rental. Um yeah, the beginning that's of November. Awesome. So it's a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, so it's been really cool. I have a lot of friends that are professors, and then traveling in summers. Um, I have uh, a friend that I'm still trying to get them to not do. So I've helped a few people in very different right. A married couple that ha- has extra properties. Um, a friend with a baby that's thinking how can we pay off our debt quicker. Um, and then I have a friend who has this beautiful, huge lake house and he's never there. And I'm like, I will clean up your house for you. Like this would be worth it. Like (laughs) list this house. Um, so yeah, it's been wonderful to kind of help people find that source of income and find the freedom in life by that income.
2: Very cool. What are your long-term house hacking goals and what are your life goals?
0: Oh, I wish I could answer the house hacking goals very specifically. Um, I'm looking around and I said this spring um, that in spring of 2020, I'm more saying sometime in 2020, I'll make a decision about where. So uh, right now I'm working towards um, right now I'm working towards a a down payment or figuring out how I want to go about it. If I don't want to do a down payment, I know you guys have some great tips on that. but just specifically what I want to do for my next property and where I want it to be. One of the limitations is I'd like to have a manager, or me doing it myself, and I don't want to be confined to a location. Uh, so I've kind of held off on going bigger at this stage.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So uh, Drew and I love to read. Um, what are some of your mindset or business specific books that you that are your favorites?
0: Yeah, so I, um, I'd i like to say, so I'm sitting at a computer all day for work, uh, and I do a lot of my, I'm kind of very active. I don't read as much as I used to. So the majority of the content I consume are podcasts and YouTube. Yeah. Um, so my favorite business mindset, I love Brendan Bouchard. Um, I know for me and my business, I listen to the same uh, focus-based podcast he did every single day for a month to get my mind to switch to be more efficient and to not waste time. Um I also in terms of business mindset um it's called focused and it's these two guys in the tech space that I just I they, I every episode I listen to and I'm like they think the way I think only better. I'll say like 20 steps ahead <laughs> of me. Um but I yeah, I love I could listen to that all day and I think I walk away knowing how to operate my business more efficiently.
1: Awesome. Cool.
2: What's your uh, favorite real estate resource?
0: Yeah, I um again you know you YouTube uh, I, I come, <laughs> so choose F I has some a good introduction to different people in the real estate investment in house hacking um, and they're good like intros. if you're thinking about it, they have a couple episodes specific to real estate that are great. um about that Coach Carson, bigger pockets. Um, I'm a big grand Stefan fan. like I love him. Yeah, I could listen to him ramble on and on about real estate all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love uh, Chad Carson. you said yeah. Coach Carson. yeah, he's I'm in his his mentor group, and I communicate with him often, and he's he's definitely one of my heroes in that space as well.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: So uh, you have an awesome Instagram handle, and you have a lot of great content on there for travel hacking, life hacking, house hacking. Where can people find out more about you and maybe uh, contact you, communicate with you if they're also interested?
0: Yeah, I am on uh, Pinterest as F The Joneses and also on Instagram as F The Joneses. And then you can visit my website at fthejoneses.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we really
1: appreciate you coming on today. I yeah, thought I learned a lot. I know uh, our listeners will learn a lot as well. And it's super cool to hear your story.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me, guys.
2: Thanks for coming on. And I just want to add for our listeners that's F The Joneses, EFF. Yes.
1: Thank you. <laughs> and we'll, we'll put a link. We'll put a link in the we'll notes We'll put a link below. in everything.
0: Okay. Thank you. All
1: right. All right. Thanks again. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye.
2: Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. New episodes released every Wednesday and Friday.